The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Wednesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Thanks for tuning in and hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you. Syracuse hung until they didn't in a 67-53 loss. In the Jimmy V Classic versus Villanova, you'll hear from us and we'll hear from you and fan feedback. And Syracuse will face off against their biggest non-conference foe, the Hoyas, this Saturday at noon in Georgetown. We'll let you know what we think about that. And we will get into the coach montage. But first, as always, some football news will take precedent um, before we get started. So Cooper Lutz, Joe has entered the transfer portal, and over his Syracuse tenure, he's accumulated 306 rushing yards on 60 carries and two touchdowns. He's the 12th player, according to Mike McAllister, to enter the transfer portal since the 2021 season started. So getting the number's getting up there. He's basically the backup running back this year, right? So with, uh, with mm-hmm. the other transfers and all that. So, I mean, I don't know how to look at this one. Not, I think three, by the way, I think a hundred of those 306 came in one game, if I'm not mistaken. And I, and I don't remember. I will have to look that up. But not a guy getting a ton, ton of touches. He was, uh, I think he was, uh, Mike McAllister mentioned he was a special teams captain. So he, he, yeah. he's big, big on special teams front. And you got to have those guys. And I guess that's kind of where some of this will hit us on the offensive end and um, having some of these guys on the on the special teams unit. So, I mean, I don't know. Like you say, Joe, you know, you got if, if you're deep, you got good special teams. If you're not deep, it's a struggle. Yeah, and it's just going to be interesting to see because I just feel like this transfer portal and just the way that everything shakes out, I feel like it's, it's kind of a negative for, uh, you know, Really, unless you're a team that's you know, pop, you know, predominantly ranked every year and have a chance to actually do something, because you know you're going to have these situations now where you have Cooper Lutz, which I mean, I don't really blame him for leaving. You know, I mean, for as many times as we ran the ball, which I can argue we probably should have ran more, but he probably should have been able to get more carries. You know, and now it's a situation where Sean Tucker's coming back; he knows it, and if it's going to be similar to next year. I mean, these players, again, uh, if you don't have to sit out, they can go somewhere where they can play immediately. You know, I don't know if Cooper Lutz is going to be able to get, you know, a power five type uh, team to, to take him um, and him have a, a different role. But again, you don't it, they've proven it doesn't matter like where you play. You can get 
in the NFL from from anywhere. I mean, Tampa Bay's got a lineman that got drafted from Hobart. It's a D three school in New York, right? So look at. Um... Doesn't matter where you play, but the problem is you have to play and be seen, right? Taylor so Heineke. Co- right. Oh, and even if Cooper huge. Lutz goes and goes to the Mac, you know, goes to the Ace, the AAC, you know, whatever. If if he's he's looking for a place where he's going to go and he's going to get a, a chance to to be a starter, and that's not what any running back is. To. So again, it's tough because now we have a situation where what running back are we going to get in the portal? I don't know, but there's Josh Huff, who's still. You know, I mean, I know he was probably redshirted, obviously, but he'll be he'll be um, you know a redshirt um, sophomore next year, right? So, our redshirt freshman next year, probably. So, yeah. I mean, I, would, I mean, I, I, it's not now, official, now, but go ahead. Now we have an emergency, right? I mean, it feels like it. That's kind of why I'm, you know, that's I mean, why I'm, I'm a little two nervous, backs, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. You only have two running backs on the roster, yeah. Last year, you know, before the season, I feel like we had six. I mean, we had so many at one time. We were like, "Well, maybe one, a couple of these guys should probably transfer, <laughs> right?" Well, so Garrison, John- Garrison Johnson transferred, and then uh, obviously you had, um, oh God, I can't even think of his name now. Jarvion Howard transferred. We're losing Abdul Ab- Adams, Adams, I think. Yeah. So and now Cooper Lutz. So. Yeah, I mean, you, you get to a situation or a point in your career like Cooper Lutz, and he's already played three years, and he knows he's not going to get – so, I mean, he's going to go somewhere where he can play. And now we got to fill the position with, uh, you know, pretty much freshmen because, again, who, who in the transfer portal is going to come to Syracuse to just play special teams or back up Sean Tucker? Right. Well, you, you got to – well, you got to find one. It's that's, that's not for us to worry about. That's for Coach to worry about. And you better put something together. I mean, plain and simple. He's got a whole off season. He'll find something somewhere. I hope they just got to hit the hit that hard, hit the transfer portal hard. That's where look. That's where you're going to build your roster right now. Okay, we already know who's coming in, so that's where you're going to have to build your roster. Everybody else is doing it. There's plenty of players in there. It's time to hit it hard. Start recruiting from it, and we'll have to go from there. And you know, he he's the it's, one on the hot well, seat. So again, but it's just to me, it's tough, right? Because to me, like if you have Mikel Jones come back and you look at that linebacker core, like. If I'm a linebacker or if I'm a running back, I'm not going to transfer to Syracuse because if you're transferring, you're in a transfer portal. Most of these guys are doing it because they want a chance to play. So they're going to go to some. Well, they're not all going to get a chance to play. They can't all get a chance to play. Okay, so then now you go to, okay, well, where's the. Well, you hold out, right? You're going to have the holdouts at the end. The people, you're going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel, so to speak. Maybe Maybe you find a gem, maybe you find a diamond in the rough. Someone that hasn't been picked up that needs to be picked up that wants to play that'll 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 assume a backup running back role. So look, I mean, I, I don't have the answers. I'm just letting you know. That's I don't know what else you do. You you're not recruiting from high school for it. Not right now. It's like we don't have a choice right now. You got to go to the portal. It's got to happen. And and I don't know what's going on internally. If there is anything going on, I'm not even saying there is. But like you said, and some people pointed out, I don't blame these guys either. But it's stupid. But it's stupid. It's ruining. It's ruining college sports. It's out of control. I'm. It, I mean, look, I'm all for. Um player freedom so to speak or what have you being able to do this but this should be a thing where they should be able to play immediately and you get one transfer in your college career 
and I thought we were there. This whole COVID thing has just spiked everything in every freaked out direction, everywhere, in every situation, in sports, in just life. It's beyond stupid. And it's time to start reeling it in because it's going to destroy the NCAA. And it's... Um, it's gonna destroy. It's gonna destroy programs too. It's not just the NCAA. It's not gonna destroy the NCAA. The NCAA will last, right? That's hyperbole. But it will destroy some programs, and it's gonna hurt people. It's gonna hurt the depth of some good programs. And one of those could possibly be Syracuse. So, with that said, coach has got to. He's got to put his feelers out. That's all there is to it. Um, he's going to be looking for a uh, wide receivers coach as well. Terrence Samuel, he announced after, um, I guess what, well, hold on a second. Was he, yeah, he was one, he was only after one year. Yeah. So, yeah. um, he's leaving after one year. He's got an offensive, uh, staff position at Kansas. So he's gone. So, um, on, on the flip side of that though, Syracuse seems to be bringing in, um, Bob Legashevsky in as their special teams coordinator, um, and you know, he's been, you know, he's been spent a lot of time and he's been around, he's spent a lot of time in the NCAA. He's been in the NFL since 2000. He was with the Pitt Panthers from 2000, 2003 Jaguars, 2004, took some time off, uh, 05, 06 with the Rams. So, I mean, he's been there. I think he was with, uh, maybe with the Texans somewhere at some point. And, um, you know, you're getting some experience there with that. So on a positive note, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know he much about it. Su- he's got a Super Bowl ring, I think, with the Steelers. Okay, well, there you go. Um, and I don't know much about the dude, but... Um, um, no, you're special teams coordinator in the NFL, then. So, yeah, so Jacksonville Jaguar special teams coordinator, uh, Rams special teams coordinator, Pittsburgh tight ends and special teams coach for Pitt and um, Panthers, so... Anyways, for what it's worth, that's some experience. So that's good. I don't know what you do about the wide yeah. receiver coach. Got to be honest. Once again, didn't even know this guy's name. So with that said, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean I'm just being honest, man. It's I'm been one year, and you know, right. you're obviously going to have to replace him. So I'm and sure. I'm sure we mentioned him as he came in because we always do. I just don't remember. Right. So, all right. With that said, man, I'm behind. We're behind. We spent a little bit too much time on that. So with that said, before before we get into the montage, we've got to talk about my bookie. It's not every day you can double your money, but with my bookie, you double your money instantly thanks to their double deposit bonus for all new users. With my bookie's double deposit bonus, when you sign up at mybookie.ag and use the promo code sports drink you'll instantly receive double your initial deposit so you can kickstart your betting experience with all the best games leagues and casino options there are to choose from set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when using the promo code sports drink at my bookie the promo code sports drink to double your deposit initial deposit all the way up to a thousand bucks bet anything anywhere anytime and how about that bill's patriots game we were talking about the patriots take it joe was right but i'll bet you joe if you saw uh mac jones's stat line and was asked if they won or lost it's a loss mm. with his 23 yard or was it 19 yards was it 19 yards most likely okay uh anyway i would have thought that. something like 40 something rushes and there was 30 something of them in a row anyway I'm sure that was a prop bet on my bookie. Go over there, check it out. Mybookie.ag. Okay. Let's listen to what coach had to say after the game. 
I think our defense has been getting better. I think that was one of the key things in the early season tournament losses and the early season at home. Uh, we had to get better defensively. We've done that. Uh, I think the one thing that hurt us tonight is the rebounding aspect, and they were, you know, they were really quick to the ball. Five of them are physical, strong guys, and they just beat us on, the, on second shots. I thought our first defense was good. Um, I think they shot 26% from the three. I think they're a 40% shooting team from the three. So I think we did a good job there. I think that uh, second second chance efforts, and two of those threes came, came off missed shots too. Uh, but I, I just thought that uh, we played really good defensively, and the second shots, uh, second chances really hurt us. But offensively, we had we just struggled. It was a struggle. They're a really good defensive team, and uh, you're going to struggle against them. But it's a physical game, and we're not as physical as we need to be. What's the key for Jimmy today, Coach? Uh, what was the key for Jimmy today? Uh, for yeah, they don't come off our shooters. He's a really good driver, and uh, most teams come off a little bit. Uh, but they didn't. We felt they probably wouldn't come off, but. Uh, uh, so he had good, good opportunities, good openings to get down there. And again, I, I mean Jesse, we got the ball to Jesse. You know he's got to get stronger. I mean he's, you know he's he had some great opportunities, and you know the ball got knocked out, knocked loose, and or he didn't finish. And I mean they fouled him, and you know he's, I think he's a good free throw shooter. He just didn't he didn't shoot well tonight from the line. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, no. Bottom line is we just no. Got, they didn't. We just got to do better. Bottom line, no. Um, you know, Frank comes in. He's given us some good minutes. Samir gave us some, but you know, we're we're limited coming off the bench. You know, we've got to get it done uh, with the guys that are in there, and uh, you know. When you lose, that's what everybody says. Villanova played how many guys tonight? Was anybody asking them if they need to get anybody coming off the bench? They had a good player come off the bench. One. One. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to have one. If I had one, I'd put them in there. How does this skin for him shooting compare to other ones? You know, he's getting, I mean, it's, he's not getting an easy shot until you got a couple at the end. But, you know, but he, he's, 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 he's making tough, he's, the games he's had really good games, he's made tough shots in those games. And, uh, uh, you know, with, with Indiana, every shot he, he took was tough. He didn't really, I don't think, had a, have an easy shot in the game. So I know he can make them, and, you know, he's just going to keep working at it. He's going to go back and work twice as hard probably as he always does, and uh, he'll, he'll bounce back. But for us to be successful offensively, you know, we're on the verge where we can get there. Uh, Cole and, and Buddy have got to be guys that can score for us. Uh, I think Jimmy's made a... a huge impact. I think Joe's been really good, and I think Jesse's, you know, getting there as well. A tremendous improvement. 
All right, Joe, let's start at the top of the montage here. We will save the rebounding stuff for fan feedback. There's some stuff in there about that. I think we can shelf right. that. Um, okay, defense getting better, Joe. I would say yes, absolutely. And No, it does. Yes, exactly, right? Okay. I mean, it has its little, you it, know, sure, they're they're gonna, they have their little, yeah. like, again, you have your games, right? Sure. So, but, um, you know, traditionally with this and with, you know, you get new players in from different teams and it takes a little while, you know, we, we've seen this and I mean, I, I, I believe it. Yeah. I've seen the defense get better. To I mean, me personally, they were since VCU Colgate. Yeah. Yes. They were very scrappy in the first half of that game. And you know, it was a lot. So, okay. First half should have been up by way more than three, right? Defense played excellent yeah. in the first half. Absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. the, and well, we and getting, they shot really bad. They shot really bad. We were getting some good bounces, had plenty of defensive rebounds to go down on, 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 um, you know, on empty trips for Villanova and turn those into points when we had the momentum and we weren't mm-hmm. able to do it. We didn't capitalize there. And the lack of ball movement in the first half contributed to some of that poor offense. And so you got hero ball, and you know that just doesn't get it done historically. The Syracuse teams just you know tie us battle, okay? Um, but you know that was even a struggle, right? So yeah, first half was weird to me because in the beginning I remember like they were keeping it close, and I remember it like it was like sixteen sixteen, or it was like you know it was early, it was just. It was close, and they were keeping it close. And we, I think, were losing the turnover battle five to one, like really early. We were sloppy with the ball early, um, and then so some I sloppy calls like, too. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. if it, I mean, a little bit in the first, a little bit in the second. Sloppy calls on some of that stuff. Yeah, and uh, I remember being like, okay, well, you know, the way we're playing, we should be getting killed, but we're not. So that's good, right? But then as the half went on. It's like, oh, man, like, and yeah, we were going into halftime, and you have the lead, but when you saw how our defense played and how they shot, you were like, oh, man, we should have definitely been up by more than three, to your point, like what he said. Like, it was a kind of an, uh, you know, a it was high bittersweet. low. It's bittersweet. Yeah. It was, it was great to be. My whole attitude changed from, oh, well, okay, we're lucky to be in here because it, we started off bad. Like I said, we only had 11 turnovers the whole game, and we started off five to one like we had five quick turnovers you know bad some bad shots and, and joe like, dribbled off his foot once and right right and we're but we're still in it so we're like okay you're like optimistic and then like you said and he was like you're up three and it's like yeah i'm happy we're up but it should be way more than this like i'm not very because you knew that villanova wasn't gonna miss in the second half like they did in in the first no 13 for 50 though my gosh i mean how do you defend 53 point shots and that's freaking <sighs> That's a that's just a barrage. You re, rebound. Well, you rebound. Yeah, a couple second chance points killed us in the second half. Um, we can get into a little bit of that a later. Couple. Well, um, but what I want to get to really is what Joe, oh, what Joe, what Coach was saying about need, needing to be more physical. This team needs to be way more physical, and that started. Well, I mean, they should always be physical, right? But when the the whistles at Indiana against Indiana, um. You know, that game was a physical game. They just couldn't match it. And they got to be able to match it. You know, Joe's Joe's pretty scrappy guy, but these other guys, they got to step up. Jesse, um, like Joe said, you know, he's got to get stronger and he can't have the ball slapped out of his hand and be bullied around down there. He does excellent. And don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not knocking Jesse at all. He's a, 
He's tre- improved tremendously. He's he's <laughs> becoming an excellent player, and it's early in the season. He'll get better there. All of these little things are they're, they're going to get better. You know, we know what we got with Buddy. You know, he he goes he runs into these slumps, guys, and and he comes out of them too. And when he comes out of them, boy oh boy, watch out. So and we don't mm-hmm. we don't know what else could be going on. You know, so because he did have you know these guys they're face guarding them. You know, they're playing really good defense against Buddy, and and they were, but he had some good looks. He had some good mm-hmm. looks, and he and he missed. I mean, zero for five from three, with six points, and. Um, the other thing is on the physical end, yeah. only Jesse Edwards getting to the line. That was just kind of brutal. I mean, you make the big man shoot 15 free throws, still only one down there freaking going up strong with anything. Got to get in there. You got to get in there and you got to, you got to draw the fouls. I mean, this is, this should be their game. They have excellent free throw shooters. This should be a, a, yeah. a tremendous part of their game. Right? No. And I mean, I think they made them, they let them play, you know, and that's where we saw the physicalness and that's where we saw the, you know, some of the bad calls where you didn't know who it went off of, right? And, um, you know, them just taking offensive rebounds or rebounds away from Jesse. And, you know, like, like you said, it's the physical part of it. You know, not every ref refs it the same way. So there's some refs that, they're, you know, they're going to be whistle happy and they're going to send you to the line. Well, that wouldn't have been a good, a good thing for Villanova because I thought there were some times that – you know, Buddy got fouled. Jimmy Jimmy had a great game, but in the amount of times that he went to the hole, you didn't tell me not one time he didn't. He, there yeah, wasn't an and one, not one time, right? Mm-hmm. So the free throws were weird in this game because it was like Jesse Edwards shot all 15, hit eight of them. And then you want to complain about some of the, the, the you know, some other people not getting free throws or you're not getting fouls called. But then you'll look at, and granted, I know Villanova, they shot 53 pointers. They didn't drive um, it inside either. And there were four, I, mean, I mean, dude, they, they shot, but they, that's what I'm saying is they shot 53 pointers. They still shot 77 shots. They still shot 27 shots inside the three point line, right? Mm-hmm. So, and they only went to the line six times mm-hmm. and was four of six. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, it's, it's hard to complain about fouls when you look across the other the other side and it, it, they only that's got true. to the line six times, right? That's so, a solid point, yeah. But, I it mean, was, it's, right. it's, the, the refs let them play physical. And obviously, like you said, you know, it when needs you play to be physical, matched. sometimes you get, yeah, it needs to be matched, but sometimes it makes things a little bit more difficult. What what would be a foul you normally called is not. And, you know, a little bit of a bump or a little bit of physicality maybe takes you a little bit off your mark, what you're normally used to shooting. And they don't call the free, they don't call the foul. You get a little, you know, frustrated and you let it affect your game. Um, you know, sometimes that, that happens and it just seems to us like we need to figure out how to play against games that go, you know, that way, especially against a very, you know, physical team, because it wasn't like we weren't in the spots. Like we were playing tough. We were hustling. We were in the spots. We were there to get the ball, but it just seemed like every loose ball, every, you know, thing that wasn't just locked up and grabbed rebound, everything Villanova ended up getting. Yeah. Just, we, that's what it seemed like. In the, in a, yeah. Right. In the possession arrow, save just once. Thank God. But, um, the 50-50 balls, you're right. They're just more aggressive to it, man, and and that's all there is to it. And as far as getting to the line in, in, in you know, when you're dealing with a physical defense like that, if you go up hard, I mean, you're gonna get you're gonna get the contact. I mean, the harder you go up, the harder you're gonna get make contact, right? So when it does come down to it, so and there right. and, and you know Jesse, I mean, look, let's be honest, you know Jesse Edwards with only. Three fouls. So, I mean, so maybe that was a good thing. I mean, it gave us a shot, maybe, you know. Who knows? Maybe he's sitting longer if they tighten those whistles up a little bit. Who knows, right? So, but he was mm-hmm. being, I, I did notice he was being very careful. 
Despite yeah. despite the loose whistles, he was being very careful. You could tell he was backing well, and up. One of those fouls too was that one foul where he didn't want to go flying into the stands. Yes, and he grabbed the dude. Then he grabbed the guy so mm-hmm. that he held himself up. Which mm-hmm. I mean, that's a foul. Yeah, it is. I mean, they didn't call. But they it call it on the floor. It was, yeah. it was the right call. Yeah, but at the same time, Jesse, I can see Jesse. He's like, yeah. "What do you want me to just go flying into the stands?" You know what I mean? I did this for safety reasons, but right, you know. This is what it is. Your Jim Beheim moment of the press conference when I, I believe it was Donna Detota asked if uh, if if Villanova sent more people to the glass, and she asked Jimmy, and Jim jumps in. No, 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 they didn't. I mean, guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> it sounds so rude. I don't know what's going on there, but I'm sorry. It's entertaining to me. I know some people hate it, but it's entertaining to me. And I'm, I, I it's hate, just nice and awkward. It's, you know what I mean? It's exactly, exactly. And I hate that it comes at Donna's, nice. d- Donna's um, expense, like the last three press conferences. I don't know if she wrote something nasty about him or what, but goodness yeah, gracious. Uh, developing the bench, uh, he was asked, and look, they're limited on the bench, okay? These guys got to get better. Samir's getting better. Benny's going to get better. They're all going to get... Frank's not doing terrible. I mean, they're, they're going to get better. Well, they are, they're not going to get better if they don't get playing time. Well, let me tell you what. Uh, you know, they're going to have to see it before they get the time. It's not an experiment anymore. We already... We're, we're exiting that phase. And we don't have any of those games left. Let's see. Lehigh. Cornell. Maybe. Lehigh and Cornell. We got a couple. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, with that said... Those are going to be perfect games to go into before we get into ACC play. It'll happen. Coach is going to pound it um, into them at every chance he can. And he should because Benny needs to be better. Okay. He's one of the more physical guys, five-star guy. He needs to be more physical. And he's um, the more physical he is, the more time he's going to get and the better he's going to do. And we need him out there. Uh, so anything, <laughs> anything to say to that, Joe? I mean, it's, you, we can't, we you can't, we can't navigate the season just playing five people, right? Sure. But at right. the same time, same time, I mean, a lot of players have bad games against Villanova. I mean, they're six in so. the country, right? right? I mean, they're a good, yep. they're an excellent team, and we held them sixty-seven points. That's pretty damn yeah, good. There is, I think so. Okay. They were a solid team. I mean, like I said, I mean, I don't know if they're a top ten team. I don't know if you're talking about, you know, a top three seed in the tournament team, but I think that they're a top 25 team. They're a solid team. Yeah, they're solid. I mean, they'll, they'll probably drop at some point, but they could get better too. Uh, th- the other thing I wanted to say real quick is that I was impressed with Syracuse's first half. I didn't hold out much hope for like a win um, just with the three-point lead at the halftime. And, I mean, it just – just wasn't boding well. But I was happy with the game overall. They lost it late. It was late. It was late when they lost it. And you could see them slipping away. I mean, the body language told you everything. They saw it slipping away. And I wish Cole Swider had a better game. But Buddy did not have a great game. It's two in a row for him. And like Coach said, he the games where he's been on fire, he's made those difficult shots. And he does that. He does that a lot. And he'll come back and he'll do it. This happened last year. It's happened the year before. I mean, the kids, the the kids Teflon. I mean, he'll come back and he's he'll be on fire and 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 we'll we'll all be at the end of the season probably thinking about these two games between Villanova and Florida State where he just wasn't that great 
and he scored what 12 points all together or something and um, you know, he'll be up in the twenties averaging. He was, I think he went into, he came into the Villanova game averaging 19 points a game. So obviously this is going to take a hit on that. But, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I see he started off hot and I was like, okay, you know, I think, I, I mean, I was getting the feeling that he was going to have a really good game. Um, and then he kind of started falling off a little bit. And again, I don't know what to equate that to other than, um, you know, Villanova's defense, but, well, he had some open looks, though. I mean, I don't know either. Yeah, it's but we only, we only had four assists. Well, like I said, they I mean, weren't passing the ball. They weren't passing the ball. They weren't moving the ball at all, there man. Wasn't there wasn't a lot of people moving, though, either. That's the thing. Yeah, well, that's a problem. A lot of people standing <laughs> around and waiting for people to just, you know, man them, you know, one-on-one type stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, again, I mean, a lot of it was Villanova's defense, but a lot of it was our offense as well. Yes, and uh, buddies, right now after the Villanova game, still averaging just under eighteen points a game for what it's worth. So, um, law mm-hmm. of av- the law of averages. Uh, but with that said, when you t- talk about offense and coach did, he was saying, you know, Buddy and Cole they need to score, and Jimmy's been a great addition. Joe um, Joe Gerard is, I mean, this dude he he hits him deep. Once, twice a game. I mean, he he does. He's one of those guys where he when he throws it up, sometimes you're like, no, oh yes, okay, good. You know, because he just throws it up from deep and, and ends up just just nailing it. But um, you know, without without Jimmy and and Joe, you can't guard them all. So these guys got to step up, and and Jimmy did yeah. yesterday with a game high twenty one points. And no, yeah, I, he really did. I don't know where we would have been. Well, he, so. I'm sorry, it was a, it was a, it was, um, yeah. It was game high, so um, well. I mean, look that he did what he needed to do, and um, Jimmy did everything he needed to do. Besides, I mean, two rebounds that needs to get better, right? Buddy had zero rebounds, so and that's where it's at. That's a huge problem. So yeah, you know, yeah, rebound so. rebounds on. I mean, offense you can't. I mean, Buddy had. I feel like I jinxed him because I said he probably had the worst shooting day that he was going to have the whole season against Florida State, and he turns around and does it again. Has a worse day. No, he has. I mean, he scored six, but with five more shots. So then he did against Florida State. So, uh, and Cole only scoring five, so only getting 11 out of them, um, especially when you're playing against a a ranked team. That's just not going to cut it. And if Jim... Jimmy didn't do what he did, then this wouldn't have never been a close game. And Cole started out with that three, too, and you're like, hell mm-hmm. yes, he's gonna let's let's have this. That's happen. why I was saying. Yeah. That's why I thought he was gonna have a good game. I mean, he had three blocks, he had twelve rebounds, so uh and a steal. You know, he didn't turn it over much, you know. I mean, he really he took seven shots. It wasn't even like he was really, really inefficient. He only hit one, he only hit he only shot three threes and hit one of them. So um, and that's the other thing with Joe is this year, the one thing that I've been seeing from him is obviously he's going to hit those deep shots, right? He didn't go crazy with the points and he is looking for other people. You know, he hit Jesse Edwards and stuff like that. But sometimes when he hits shots, he gets a little flashy and, you know, having some of these turnovers or he's going off of his foot and stuff like that, or he's trying to go too fast. Like, I mean, him having four turnovers is still too much. But the one thing that I've seen, him this year is that like I mean he's just way more efficient offensive offensively you know like I said minus the turnovers I'm more talking like shooting wise um, I mean last night he had 11 points but he went four or seven three or five from the three point line you know so he's not hucking up a bunch of shots like he did last year 
it seems like the shots are being a little bit more spread out this year too. So again, it's just figuring it out. And sometimes when you play against these tough defenses, you know, it's not, not as easy as, not easy. as you'd think, but you know, we'll, we'll talk, we'll get into it after fan feedback, but there's some things to look forward to, to, to work on some of that stuff. So you heard from us. It's time to hear from you. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Well, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, 
propels us forward and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. Uh, you guys know what to do at the end of every game. I go to the socials. I ask you for your thoughts. You leave them. I read them. We pick some, we talk about them here. But first, before we get into all of that, let's talk once again about my bookie real quick. It's not every day you can double your money, but with my bookie, you double your money instantly. Thanks to their double deposit bonus for all new users. With my bookie's double deposit bonus, when you sign up at my, mybookie.ag and use the promo code SPORTSDRINK, you'll instantly receive double your initial deposit so you can kickstart your betting experience with all of the best games, leagues, and casino options to choose from. Set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when you use the promo code SPORTSDRINK at MyBookie. That's promo code SPORTSDRINK to double your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with MyBookie. MyBookie.ag Look, Symbol is the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks and every time your team wins, you earn cash. You uh, use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your team wins. Join the 7,000 plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use the promo code SD to make your deposit risk free. Visit Symbol. Com and use the promo code SD and your deposit will be risk-free. This means even if you lose money, Symbol will refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting off your favorite teams today. Symbol.com and the Spotify Green Room app. Go to your iOS or Android stores. 
go to there. Uh, download the Spotify Green Room app. It is free. Username, email address, and a password gets you in. Search for us at Cuse Militia. Give us a follow there. Sign up for notifications. When we go live, you will be notified. And we will be doing this for fan feedback and fan feedback only. Since the season's in full swing, we're just going to do fan feedback. But we would love to hear from you guys to so go there and sign up for that. Follow us. And, you know, you don't have to just follow us. There's plenty of topics to choose from. You can choose pop culture, music, sports, um, anything but poker i mean for crying out loud they have freaking everything so go there download the app today at your ios or android stores username email address and password it's free spotify green room thank you all right let's start with facebook joe let's start with nate i think this is nate yes nate 34 minutes of pretty good basketball against a really good team lack of rebounding and buddy being off were killer yes i mean Look, got out rebounded by twenty one. They had twenty. They had freaking sixteen more offensive rebounds than us. Um, that's brutal. That is brutal. Yeah. Now they were getting some good bounces. I mean, long shots. Long shots create the long bounce, right? So, mm-hmm. and that's where they were. I don't know. You just got to be better. And 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 we got killed. No, we got killed. No, there's 50-50 balls, right? Right. Well, here's the other right. True, but I don't know exactly. This seemed to happen in the second half. There was there seemed to be so many second chance points for Villanova in the second half. That was the difference, and that's where you started to see it slip. Right. So, I wish I should look at halftime stats, which I don't do. But plus, not to yeah. mention, I get up at five o'clock in the morning, guys. I was tired. I'd have DVR'd that thing if it wasn't having to leave the stupid tweet in the post on Facebook to get y'all's thoughts. Because I'd have, <coughs> I'd have DVR'd that and freaking watched it when I finished it off when I got home. Okay? I was tired. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then till midnight, the game before it goes into overtime, and I'm like, son <laughs> of a yep. bitch. This is the most yep. Syracuse thing ever. To have a 9.30 start. I said, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. That was the whole thing. Was I was thinking about it, and I'm like, are these guys, I mean, they're going to be playing till midnight. Are they used to that? I mean, I'm not trying to make excuses for anybody, you know what I mean? But, like, is it going to have some type of effect? Like, uh, I don't really I had, know. It probably know? had more of an effect I mean, on it, me than it did Nate them. Was right. Well, Nate was right <laughs> because, um, you know, 34 minutes. I mean, 50 with six and a half minutes to go, I believe, or six minutes, somewhere in between there. Jimmy, uh, he, hit a, he hit a jumper. To bring it to 55-51 to get it within four points, was, I think six nineteen to go. So I mean, we were right there, and all we were really waiting for was just somebody to hit a shot, buddy to hit a shot, Cole yeah, to hit a somebody shot. Somebody get hot. To, yep, and we missed, and then someone on their team hit, or they'd get the rebound and then they put it back. So yeah, you know. But at the end of the day, like I said, I'm not even mad at this loss. I mean, you can get mad at it, but. I'm not even mad at it. Not closer than the score indicates, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, it just got away late. And, you know, like, and in, in to your point, I mean, no one could freaking hit anything. It was a, it was right. desperation mode. And when you're not hitting and you're in desperation mode, I mean, that's a bad combination. Uh, Robert, yeah. top fan on Facebook. I'm not that upset. It made me realize how much I miss Big East. This was a fight. Two observations. Uh, I... Uh, can't get out rebounded like that. I mean, that was crazy. If Buddy gets on track, this team will go a long way. That was fun, exciting. Uh, that was fun, except losing. 
uh, get some weight on Jesse. And oh my God. Yeah. So to his point and to Nate's point right before this, um, if Buddy's shooting good, this thing is a game down to the wire again. It's a th- it's three in a row, cardiac Q-ski. Mm-hmm. and um, because they don't they don't escape by fourteen d- down the stretch like that. If Buddy's if Buddy's on, there's no way. And that halftime lead is probably more like nine or ten. Um, I mean, going into the locker room at the half. So no, well, I mean, you look at it. Top Indiana was a top thirty. Top 30 team. Yeah. And, you know, we beat them. It was a crazy game, right? When when we played decent, you know, obviously won. Um, But gave up a lot of points and everything like that. Now, Florida State is probably a top 40 team. Not as as good as Indiana, but we beat them with Buddy just scoring six points. And now, fast forward, playing a team that's, you know – a tier above Indiana, you know, probably a top 20 team, top 25 team. And buddies, you know, we only scored six points and, um, and we lost the way that we lost now. And I'm granted if somebody that didn't watch the game went and looked at the box score and looked at the final score, then you could probably try to get, you could probably guess, or you'd think that Villanova probably had it handled the whole time. Right. But, but that wasn't the case. And you're talking about now that's that top 25. So, and that's without buddy scoring. So again, um, we still don't know where our ceiling is. So there's, there's some observations like, again, uh, Robert, it's, it's, it's good observations. And it's, it's, it's one of the same ones that I saw that, you know, um, we've seen our floor, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Cornell. And it, right. It's in Colgate. Not or, Yeah. That's what I mean. Colgate. Right. But I think, you know, obviously, I think we're past that. I think we're, th- we're past that type of loss, I think, with our defense at this point. Um, but again, I, where our ceiling is, I, I, I couldn't tell you because yeah, if, I mean, if, if we played that close of a game with Swider and, and Buddy only combining with 11, for 11 points. So, um, you know, if, 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 if we're all hitting and, and we're, our offense is playing really good and we're passing the ball and stuff, I mean, who knows, you know, who knows who we can be. Lester on Facebook, this team is just not good, and they won't be. It's okay. Off years happen. ACC play is going to rock this team. You know what you have by this time in the year. This starting fight, that's where I stopped reading this comment, by the way. But I'll keep going. Mm, that uh-huh. Is there a reason you're reading it in the first place? <laughs> um. Uh, the starting five just isn't that good. Give Benny some major playing time. He is raw and doesn't look good yet, but he is your future. Build it now. Play Torrance more. See if he can give him a spark ex- with extended play. His defense is way better than starting guard. Swider is good for hustle play and rebounding. Okay, so he goes on to give analysis. Um, this team just isn't good, and they won't be. It's okay. Off years happen. ACC play is going to rock this team. You know what they have by this time in the year. I totally, totally 100% disagree with that. I, you have a oh. good idea. You have, a, you have a good idea of like what's going on, but mm. have we not seen improvement? I mean... It's just, it's, I mean, what are we, what's the damn, what are we, how many games are we in? One, two, three, four, five, six, nine, seven, eight, five nine. And four. Okay. So, um, look, you, we got a good idea. I think we have a, a good idea, but this team, I don't know if, if Lester, if you remember last year when we were a bubble team all the way until we made it to the sweet 16. So 
<laughs> you know. No, I mean, that's what it is. It's happened before too, right? Yes. So again, uh, I mean, the, the beginning of the year, non-conference in these games are to figure out what you do have, right? But that's so that you figure out what you have to improve. Like it's not a finished product. If it was a finished product, then they would just have the tournament now. That's why you go into play. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think that that's the clearest um, way to think about it. Uh, I just yeah, don't have that mentality. I just don't have that mentality as a fan because remember last last episode we talked about the fact of you know these type of fans that are that are saying these um, that have these comments or these opinions. You're essentially saying just give up losses. You're giving up hope. After nine games in the season, and a, saying a, a let's quad just, one loss let's play is the, not a bad loss. Let's play the let's play the future. Right. Let's Who play cares the future. How much we lose because right. this team's trash after nine games. I just, I mean, first off, a coach is never going to go with that. An athletic director is never going to go with that. I mean, there's, I mean, what? There's no, there's no boss anywhere in any job where it's, oh, this just isn't going to work. Let's let's, let's replace let's replace him with the trainee. Right hey, look, we're just going to do what we can here, and uh, we'll do better next time. Like yeah, that's, that's, not, that, it's that's that, not gonna happen. It's that commercial. I don't know what it is, but they're uh they're talking about the coach and he's like, I don't know, maybe on three. One, two, three, maybe. <laughs> maybe, that? yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, Yeah, no, so, it's it's not how that works. It's not like you can yeah. go to a job and one of your guys messes up a window and you're like, Yeah, well, let's let's we're bring not gonna in. fix it or try to get better here. Yeah. We're just we'll be better at the next house. Let's bring the apprentice in. Let's, Let's have bring him the do apprentice it. in. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Give him playing time. Uh, Gary on Facebook, Jimmy Buckets. Uh, his best game of the year, just need to rebound better and could have won. Yeah, well, Jimmy Buckets for sure. I like it. Um, and like I mentioned, two rebounds for Jimmy. And he played his ass off, so I'm not going to harp on him because he carried this team through the first half big time. And, and for some of the second half too, obviously. But, yeah, I mean, look. It's the story of the day. I mean, that's why I didn't talk about it in the beginning because I knew we were going to talk about it a ton during fan feedback because it's all over the place. So, uh, Jesse on Facebook, great effort. Still like the new defense. Great adjustments. Edwards was only player on our team to shoot a free throw, uh, and he shot like a billion. <laughs> so Jesse, a pretty good Jesse, a pretty good free throw shooter too. By the way. And you know when you're when you're a big man like that, and you sh- and you shoot 15 of them, that's tough. So after the game last night, brought him down to 67 and a half percent from the line for the year, which isn't awful for a center, you know. But um, you know, I think he missed two at the line at one time, and what was he? 60 percent? What was he? That's yeah, around 60 percent, right? That's around 60 percent, something like that. So 55 percent, but um, 53. So, look, like to Joe's point, you know, there was only two guys that got to the line on Villanova, and they shot six free throws. So it's a great point, Joe. I'll have to give you credit for that one because I didn't even look. Uh, Mahir, at Mahirio underscore 10 on the Twitter. Nova shooting 50 damn threes. What the actual hell? I love Jesse, but he has to get to he, he has got to be meaner with that ball. Too many times the ball got ripped out of his hands. Cole needs to move better off the ball. Please pass the ball on offense. Ding 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 ding. Jimmy, what hold on. Jimmy, what Jimmy did what he could do. Uh yeah, so yeah, the ball movement was pitiful. It was tough to watch. 
And I actually felt bad for Jimmy sometimes when he had it. So, because I knew what was going to happen. But to Mahir, Mahir's point, you know, coach mentioned it. Jesse's got to get stronger. I mean, he put on what, 25 pounds over the offseason? Could you imagine? It was 15. Was it 15? Okay. All right. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah I, think you're, I think you're right. So, um, 15, and, you know, hopefully you can put on another. More than just five. him have to be stronger, man. Yeah, he's just got to be strong. That's he's going to get in the weight room. But you're not going to no, put on weight during overall. the season. Yeah. I mean, look, our offense our offense could have played a little bit better. They could have passed a little bit better. Uh, but that was also a little bit to do with Villanova's defense and the way that they switch. Um, you know, realistically, um, you know, the way that they switch on everybody, you know, the best offense was – switching to get a mismatch to pass the ball to have it be a one-on-one situation just because it's pretty much a mismatch um but really i mean where we lost it was the rebounding like i told you i said before there was many many times where our guy was in position to get a rebound and so was the other guy you know and that's called the 50 50 ball and at that point it comes down to who wants it more and yeah, well, not sure. necessarily isn't a mental who wants it more, right? Because both guys want it, but who's going to? How go bad take do you want to sacrifice that, your right. body? So for now it. that goes past the mental and it goes into the physical and goes into some other things, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's really where it was, like you said. I mean, they out they out rebounded us fifty seven to thirty six. They out rebounded us by twenty one points. Guess what? They also shot twenty one more shots than we did. On All top right. of that, twenty seven of those fifty seven rebounds were offensive rebounds. And they had 25 second chance points to our seven. So that alone is going to lose you a game every single time. It should have been way worse than 14. You can count our lucky Joe, stars. This is Mrs. Murray. Oh, Would you Ms. give Murray. me a call back? <laughs> Pardon the interruption. Miss Murray called hey, me. Miss so, Murray. <laughs> Murray's the old lady down the street. She left me a voicemail, and I was hoping to just Watch, re- have it transcribed. No, but I was hoping to just oh. have it transcribed because if she has an emergency, I'm going to have to go. Um, oh, okay. Um, anyways, so I apologize. I didn't realize it was just going to start. I thought I could re- just read the transcription. I didn't think it was going to go nuts. Anyways. No, no, I thought she was calling in. She had a, you know, had a question about the game or something. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. So sorry about <laughs> no, that. No, I mean, again, again, when you have those type of discrepancies, you know, like when when a team has twenty seven offensive rebounds, twenty five second chance points, twenty one more rebounds than you, and twenty one more shots than you. I mean, you're you're lucky if you lose by fourteen. So, I mean, true. That was the game. Yeah, absolutely. Even if Buddy hit, even if. I mean, it would have maybe would have been a little bit closer, or maybe you know they hit a couple shots that changes the momentum of the game, and the fans get into it, and then maybe Villanova doesn't hit shots that they get with momentum. Who knows? But at the end of the day, that's what lost the game. I mean, you can't give up twenty-seven offensive rebounds and lose the rebounding battle and the shooting or shots battle by twenty-one. Just can't do it. At if not now, when 84, we never win in the script jerseys. Please listen to this. Listen to this. I, I, I love Michael, but Michael, this is horrible, horrible idea. Please stop using them as awesome as they look. No. What I think we need to do is use them more and prove you wrong because they're bound to win in them if we just use them every time. What do you think, Joe? No, the problem is, is that so it's vintage, right? Yeah. 
So, of course, we only wear them during special games, which usually means against a good team. So, therefore, old Big East rivals, right? Out, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, don't get rid of them. Just play them against well, Lehigh and Cornell. No, like I said, like I said, like but then I, nobody cares, right? Right. Like I said, you play, you, you just bring them back and be done with this. They're the best jerseys that we have ever had. Everything, it's why we did the Q's Militia. We redesigned the Q's Militia logo and the script. I have script yeah, everything. You can't do that, though. Well, tough shit. I think that hurts recruiting. Shut up. Really? I'm just saying. Keeping the vintage script? I don't even know if kids nowadays can read cursive. So at the end of the day, <laughs> oh, that's maybe they solid. don't even know. What... That is solid, Joe. That's the most. Just saying. Most, that's, a, that's a truth bomb. That's a truth bomb. <laughs> just Absolutely. Saying. It's so true. Who knows if the kids would know who's playing? In the orange. Sir, sir, sir. Yeah, the orange might be, be right. the only thing to tip it off, right? I mean. Jeez. Um, uh, throwing it out there. Uh, oh, it's possible, dude. Uh, at, <laughs> at Kevin McKenzie 11, pretty excruciating to watch your team fail to get a defensive rebound over and over and over and over and over and over. And I think I've made my point. <laughs> We need we need yep. to get Benny Williams that's what better. That's what it felt like last night. <laughs> we need to get Benny Williams better fast. We need his athleticism on the boards. Yes, but he has oh, got go volunteer. Go volunteer then. Three three minutes for Benny. Look, he's got to no, do whatever. something, bro. He's got to do something. We've got to see it. It's got to be. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is it's just it's one of those things where I mean I get it. I understand he's a five star. He's good. He's this. And, is he? But what is all this? What is all this we stuff? Yeah. Like, what? Is, well, you got a mouse like, in like your pocket. Coach, like the like the coaches like the coaches aren't doing anything, right? If you want something, like I, mean, I say, we could, like go go volunteer, show up at practice, and tell coach you want to help make co- Benny better. Well, you you heard coach said, and what they were talking about was is um, it was a little out of context when I played it in the montage, but they were talking about Caleb Daniels and coming off the bench. Okay, so basically Villanova had one guy come off the bench bench that was a contributor. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and um, what coach was saying was that if I had a guy that could play 18 minutes like Daniels, I would play him. Okay, yeah. well, he doesn't. Well, that's the thing. The problem is the journalism is going to take it out because when you listen to it in the in the presser, he sounds like, well, how many, how many does Villanova have? Right? And he said one, right? But then if you go in the box score, well, there's four guys there's that four. came off the bench, right? But realistically, when you look at the real minutes, he's talking about a sub that's going to come three, in. three, and one for the other three. Yeah. Right. He's talking about a substitute that's going to come in, play double-digit minutes, actually like put up stats that are going to you know, maybe change a game or help the game. That's what he's talking about. A guy he can bring in and have just as much confidence that he's going to be able to come in and do something than a starter. Because that's what Villanova has with, with Caleb Daniels, and we, we don't have that. Sorry. One more, one more to wrap things up. At QSlifer15, need to take advantage in the first half when Nova was cold and making mistakes. Boom. Exactly. That's what we talked about earlier. Absolutely. And uh, they failed to do that. Like I said, this should have been a bigger lead at halftime. And, um, you know, it is what it is. Very sloppy rebounding and uh, strength to hold onto the ball. Not good. Cole has 12 rebounds to the rest, 15. That's a good point. Uh, Joe is a little lazy at times. Buddy Cold. Love the Jimmy play, though. 
Hard fight on to the next. There you go. Q Slifer wrapping it up for us. Good job, everybody. We appreciate all of you. Go there at the end of every game. You'll find the post. Leave your thoughts. Do those things. And we'll talk about them here. Now, on to Georgetown. I love this rivalry every year. I really do. And I think they should keep it going. And I think they will. But it's a money thing, right? So we don't know. I think this is the last like set game. Am I not... Is that am I am I correct? Who knows? You can always fix things, right? You need a beer. We have to take a time out for Joe to get a beer. Is this really happening? He texted me it. Would you rather me just go. What, get up and leave? Oh, no, you're good. Go. Go. All right, welcome. Beer was the cider. Uh, whatever. Welcome Joe back everybody. We're back and we're back at it. And sorry to pardon Ooh. pardon the interruption, okay? As I was saying, uh, I don't remember what I was saying, uh, but anyway, talking about Georgetown. Uh, yeah, I know. Whether I, or not I we were going to play there. him again. Yes. Don't instead of texting me, couldn't you have texted Heather and say, "Hey, bring me a beer"? If she was home, I would have. Oh, okay. Touche. Uh, the all-time series yeah, between the Orange and the Hoyas. The all-time series between the Orange and the Hoyas sits at fifty-two and forty-four in favor of the Orange. Well, we all puff our chests out to that. 52 to 44. It's a decent sized lead in that series. Georgetown and Syracuse first met in 1930 with the good guys taking out the bad guys 40 to 18. Syracuse hosted the first seven games, losing only one, winning seven out of the first 10. Syracuse had four five game win streaks against Georgetown in the series. Uh, the Hoyas had six, a six game and a five game winning streak against the Orange at one point. Uh, John Thompson. Legend John Thompson had a 26 to 21 record against Syracuse. Thompson was 25 and 21 versus Syracuse with coach Beheim. Beheim was seven and four and seven and four against Hoyas coach Eric Eschrick. Is that right? Eschrick? I don't, I don't know. Eschrick? Yeah. So yeah. I'm going with that. 10 and that nine, right. 10 and nine, um, coach Beheim over John Thompson, the third and three and one currently over Patrick Ewing according to orangehoops.org. Uh, the Orange took the last uh, last year's meeting. We did talk about non-conference play last year. Our, in, we talked about non-conference play last year in the last show. So this was last year's uh, win for Syracuse, 74-69. And that was at home in the Dome. Gerard Beheim, Dolezal, Guerriere, and Griffin, your starting five. Beheim, buddy, with 21 points. Uh, as... We record the show right now, and the Hoyas sit three and four. However, they do play a game here in about 15 minutes against UMBC. So uh, these stats will change, but um, right now they're three and four. They're led by 6'5", 210-pound freshman Amuni Muhammad. He's averaging just over 14 points a game and also leads the team in rebounding with eight. Georgetown is currently sitting or averaging 73 points and 40 rebounds a game. And the Ken Palm stats are as follows. They are 118th, according to him, and adjusted offense of 105 in the nation and adjusted defense of 132nd in the nation. And he's also predicting a 78-77 to win for the Orange Joe. So it looks like, you know, just by looking at some of these box scores and kind of going over what they've done so far this year, I have not watched a game, but looking at the Ken Palm stats and things like that, it seems like they're kind of in the same place, maybe a little bit worse than they were last year and um that bodes well but we are playing in georgetown so what do you got 
Yeah, uh, I mean, they had some some people that uh, they lost, obviously, through transfer portal stuff. You know, obviously, everybody has. But um, obviously, looking at the team, that was one of the things I was going to say was, you know, they got a game tonight, uh, UMBC on uh, Fox Sports 1. So anybody wants to go ahead and get a little bit of a, you know, look at the team, that's uh, going to be your best chance, obviously, up until this point. But um, yeah, looking at them, I mean, obviously they, they just look inconsistent, which kind of goes with right where their Ken Palm uh, rankings are, right? Uh, and losing an opener to Dartmouth and beating American by 22 and Sienna by 18, but then losing against San Diego State, who's usually a good team, but then losing to St. Joe's by three, not a great look. Beating Longwood by, what, eight? So it's a little bit closer than probably what they wanted, and then they just lost at, at South Carolina, which, again, South Carolina is power five team, lost by 13. So, again, uh, I think that this is a step down um, from our competition. We probably haven't played a team. Every team we've played since Colgate is, is, is pretty much better than Georgetown um, when you look at top to bottom, the roster and everything. Now, again, that doesn't mean that People can't have a day, or some people can have a good day or a bad day. But, um, but yeah, they're pretty much inconsistent right now, and still trying to find their way and trying to find their roles before they get into, um, you know, Big East play. So um, obviously they'll look into tonight and to trying to, to help that a little bit. You know, when you look at some of these games, when I looked at the South Carolina box score, their minutes were all over the place. I, I see they got uh, uh, Dikembe Mutombo's son. But he's a seven. He's a freshman, seven two. But he doesn't seem like he gets that um, that many minutes. But um, Georgetown, they go. Looks like they go four guards and one center with um, Malcolm Wilson, who's seven foot. So they got some some length. But the, the players are they're more similar to Jesse, where they're tall and lengthy versus uh, some of the guys that um, that Villanova had, like six seven, six eight, and just real, you know real strong that can they can jump you know um so it'll be interesting to see but again um like you said um you know aminu muhammad a freshman him playing the way that he plays you know you know obviously that po- you know poses a threat dante uh, harris is a sophomore guard who starts as well along with donald carey um who's a senior guard um and then they also have a fifth year uh, senior transfer Transferred um, from the Citadel last year, Caden Rice, and he's a six-seven guard. So that's probably uh, your second tallest guy on the, the starting lineup. But he's just lined up as a guard. But he's a fifth-year guy. So um, you know this team is still young in a lot of areas. And then you know they have a couple seniors, but one of the seniors is is a transfer out of Citadel. So they're again still trying to figure out their roles. And uh, I mean, I don't really necessarily. Um, recognize a lot of these names so this is going to be the first time for probably every single one of these players it's going to be going against the zone and everything like that so i can imagine they're probably going to be pretty sloppy um and uh like again their offense and their defense is not really that highly ranked in ken palm so uh i mean anything anything can happen but one point that i would anything can happen yeah i i don't i don't ever ever poo poo yes i do that's a lie i poo poo georgetown all the time but it's such an important win to me, and I'm sure many other like people my age, because there's there's Joe. We're old enough now to, you know, let's just be honest. We're old enough now to where 
this isn't a big deal to some fans. It's just not. You know, some of the younger guys like they don't understand it. They don't understand it, right? They don't understand the, the, the physicality the of these games. The time with this game. Yeah, a little bit. That's the problem. I mean, because the thing is, is like when you look at the Ken Palm and the analytics, this team is comparable to to Colgate. Right. Like they're ranked. They're ranked one sixteen in Ken Palm. Colgate's ranked one twenty seven. Yeah. So I mean, these this team is closer to Colgate than any of the other teams that we've played since the Bahamas in Indiana, Florida State, Villanova. Right. When you look at the analytics, now obviously they're still trying to figure it out and get better, and they're probably improving, you know, every day as well. It's just how fast are you going to improve? And we're still in non-conference. And when it comes down to it, you know what it's going to be? It's going to be Bayheim versus Ewing. It's going to be Georgetown versus Syracuse. It's going to have that whole aura, and that's why this game is going to get made to be like bigger than a lot of people think that it's going to be you know i think if this is a normal non-conference game and we don't have our history then this is this is a game i'm looking at that we should be able to just handle the only weird thing or different thing normally is that it's away it's it's, it's at georgetown right and and i would just like to point out too muhammad who's their who's their guy right um 35 from three and as a team they're shooting 36 Okay, so I mean, with that said, um, you know, you've got to. Right. I mean, I don't know. I, Problem I, is, it's that tough. They don't, they so, don't have so a Colgate lot of... hit what eighteen against us, right? So, um, you know, this. I mean, just I'm just saying, it's that worries me. It always worries me. But it's the teams that you're like, you know, look at look at Villanova last night, thirteen for fifty. If you'd have told me they were going to hit thirteen threes, I'd have been a little worried. But if you'd have then told me instead that they shot fifty, I'd have been like, oh, we're getting crushed, right? So it's just weird how it works like that. But anyway, so yeah, well, I mean, but this is also a team that's in seven games has only shot fifty-seven threes all year, right? So they got a couple guys that are good that that have shot you know a decent amount of threes, but. Um, I mean, this isn't a team that, like, I'm not worried about a team that only has maybe one or two three-point shooters because you can, you can kind of morph your your zone into making sure that those guys don't get good shots, right? But like, a team like Villanova, where it seems like every guy can shoot a three, and then they're all experienced and they can pass the ball, and you saw last last night what they did. I mean, they were passing. Very, very well, and then you get an offensive rebound, and you get to do it all over again two or three times a possession until you hit a three, and that's right. pretty much what Villanova did against us. I don't, I don't see Georgetown being able to do that against us. So, and I don't either. So we'll see. I think the game is at noon, correct? Yep, it's noon on Saturday yeah. on so, Fox. On Fox. So, so that's just. Hey, look, we we need it. Yeah, we need it. We um, need these next Georgetown three. Georgetown doesn't. Georgetown needs it too. But I'm saying, as far as working, I mean, we're going in. We got Lehigh. We got Cornell. Um, you and know, and just we start full fledged ACC play. We had yeah, and we had a brutal little nine conference schedule there. You know, I mean, we normally don't go six games strong like that. Just you know, it's playing against teams like that, and then it would have been seven if Georgetown was you know a little bit better than. I mean, they're, they're a little bit down this year than what they normally are. So. I mean, it's it's been a gauntlet. So if we can just get this one out of the way and then get back to the dome and finish off against Lehigh and Cornell and get to eight and four and you yeah, know. you're playing. Um, and then you got, you got four you got four games in the dome in a row. So look forward to that if you're Syracuse. So yeah. All right, 
that is going to do it for us today. And, um, you know, I mean, just Georgetown sucks. We should be able to handle Georgetown. I look forward to Your it. Your mother's a Hoya. Your mama's a Hoya. Um, go Cuse. Heads up. Not a big deal on this loss. We'll get through it. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.